and we're live and out of focus hold on yo are we actually live yeah dude man you just made me eat a little mini cookie <clears throat> i like that though it's off the cuff spontaneous man i've been all over the place driving around no, i was on a sailboat i'll tell you what oh boy sailboat through outer space outer space sailboat that was me i was like just floating they were like you gotta be here 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 and here i was like how can i be at all those places uh-huh they're like you gotta be here 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 and there chat gpt can you help me out i was like exactly chat gpt i need another me uh-huh no problem here's my humanoid yeah. humanoid form let me just print that out for you. I look exactly like you. Uh-huh. I made a point to use my adapter, my uh, CCS combo adapter this weekend. Oh, okay. How did it work out? So, you know, here's the thing, all right? I'm over there, and on one side of the road, I got the Tesla supercharger, and on the other side of the road, I got the Electrify Canada charger. Right beside one another? Like, like three minutes away from each other. Okay, okay. Like, on each side of the 400. And at first, just by nature of habit, I go to the Tesla supercharger, and it's preconditioning the battery. Okay. It doesn't have much time because the place I'm leaving from is already close to it. <laughs> so it preconditions for maybe not enough time. Like, I don't know, 10 minutes max maybe eight and i get to the tesla supercharger and there's nobody there which is like oh okay. now, now you know it's warmer out yeah now you know it's warmer out. Uh-huh. so i plug in and i'm like let's go where my 150 kilowatt it's great so far where my 150 kilowatt at now mixture of not preconditioning plus not like perfect temperature and i'm charging like i don't know 70 kilowatt something like that does it go up 70 74 78 i'm like there's nobody here I'm like so i know probably my battery is still cold mm. and i'm just gonna be stuck here for a while and so i'm sitting there doing your usual charging routine of like flipping through youtube and and then i think to myself you know what i got to electrify right across the street let's just go check what this speed is about over here let me just see if I'm actually charging at max capacity because of the location that I'm charging at or like if it's actually the condition or current state of the battery. Uh-huh. So I just, you know, zip over to the Electrify Canada. I get my little CCS combo adapter out and I look at all the different chargers and I go through the process and the, whatever you want to call it, like I guess the headache of setting things up initially. This is one of the fragmented experiences of being an EV owner at the moment is like the charge experience. Cause I realize not everybody has access to a supercharger where it's straightforward and you just slap it in. Mm. But I get to the Electrify, it's actually busier. Cause okay. you got like one Audi e-tron SUV and you gotta, so like, I'm like, okay, maybe the, up, the come up of the universal charger, maybe we're in the midst of it. Mm. But of course you get there and it's a little bit more complex. It's not as simple as just slapping in as it would be on the Tesla supercharger over here. It's some of them are 150 kilowatt. One of them is 350 kilowatt. 
And then there's like so many ways you can engage with it. It's like, do you want the monthly subscription? $4 a month and it's going to be 44 cents a minute. If you don't want a subscription, it's going to be 54 cents per minute. And you're like, man, I feel like I'm going to make up this four bucks in this one single charge. Mm. Might as well just do it. So now they got my credit card. Now I'm an Electrify man. Oh, so you had to make an account as well? You, got, you make an account because it's NFC. All you got to do is walk up after that. Oh, okay. So, like, they, they incentivize it in different ways. Now, I would say, I don't. I mean, I don't know. You got Charge Point. You got Electrify, uh, IV Charge. I have all these different uh, apps now because I just became... You're the charging guy. No, I'm just engaged with it now. No, I mean, uh, like, I, I, I don't know how it happened, but I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to be filling people in i guess i'm gonna let people know what the state of things is because well who else well who else is what i'm saying yeah actually there's a story about charging even better so you can have your take so i slap my ccs on there i tap my nfc i get my 44 cents per minute which i i believe is almost the exact price of the supercharger at the moment so i'm like all right this is kind of one-to-one comparison and I get the exact same charge rate on the 350 kilowatt oh. CCS. I don't get the Tesla's maximum 250, whatever. So the battery still held me back. Plus, plus, mm-hmm. I got no precondition in the five minutes I had to go from the Tesla charger to the electrified charger. Guess why? Because it doesn't show up as a charge option in your charge bank of right. your selected navigation places so little kind of monopoly type behavior going on where it's like well i want a precondition even if i'm gonna go to electrify mm-hmm. there's not that many of them tesla i want you to slap those babies in there i want a precondition ladies yeah. and gentlemen and it's pretty much just a button that they need to implement one right. button i click on the little lightning bolts in the charge yeah. section and i want to see some other i want to see some other ones pop up in there please and thank you now they don't mind when it's a two lightning bolt they don't mind when it's a two stage they say oh look at all these little two stage over here you can go to those if you want that's how they talk to me but when once you click the third stage then they're like oh you're in supercharged territory yeah. now we want to welcome you to tesla supercharger ter- now I haven't even been able to, to to charge at a 250 kilowatt Tesla supercharger station because it was like one. They're too far away from where I go. Uh-huh. The vast majority of the time, I will soon. I'm gonna do that. That's another like, because now now I'm aware. Everywhere I'm going, and you know, I travel around with the sporting stuff. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I'm going, I'm looking like, okay, what am I gonna learn this time? I look at it as an opportunity, not uh-huh. a hassle, an opportunity. It's okay, much the yeah. same. Now I know that that's a, in many cases that's a luxury. Not everybody has that ability to do that, but. I feel this is a healthier way for me to look at things. You mm. could easily like flip it as a nuisance, but I'm like, mm. let me learn. Let me see what's up. So in the charging stations you went to, any of them broken? Nope. Any of them vandalized? Jesus. Well, I have a story here about that. So none were broken, none were vandalized. I'm just curious, like the Canadian landscape. Canadiana. Well, no, not. Stop giving people ideas, man. What the hell, dude? (laughs) What percentage were vandalized, destroyed, defaced? Yeah. No, they were fine. The Electrify setup. So I don't know if you knew this, but in in the partnership Electrify Canada has here is with Canadian Tire. Right. So I don't know how quickly they're going to roll it out, but every location that I'm aware of nearby is at a Canadian Tire, Mm -hmm. which usually means it's near a lot of commercial stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the location I went to, I think, was five... 
five stations mm. with each with two cords. So okay. it, might, it might have been 10 chargers compared to Tesla's eight. Right. It might have so been. there's more. Might have been. Um, and 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 more a little bit more densely packed because the Tesla charger is just one per post. You know what I'm saying? One per post, isn't it? Like the the hose things. One hose per post. Uh, I think there's two. That's why you share. You have the A and the B side. Two per post though, because I'm thinking you yeah. reach up, you unclip. There's no spot in the inside there for another hose. Is on each side of it. <laughs> Could be wrong. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One, one, one post, one hose. I thought there was two. No. It's one. Is is one per post? Huh. This was a two per post situation. I mean, you have the posts really close to one another, and I guess it keeps things clean as far as knowing which one is yours, and you can't get crossed up. Oh. Which does happen as some people could get crossed up, but. Most of the universal implementations are not like this. Hmm. One pedestal will have two connectors. I see. Listen, man. Listen, man. I'm uh, I'm about to be so deep in this thing. I'll let the world know what's happening for real. So at least right now in Canada, in your experience, you would still choose the Tesla superchargers? Well, because currently I can precondition on my way there. I can... The Electrify app does tell you how many are in use and which ones are available. I'm just saying that other, co- I feel like other companies are catching up a little bit or they're at least, you know, I mean, that's the, what the station looked like. The one above uh, with the nice overhang and the lighting. This is what it looked like. Probably like, solar panels up there. I was just like, you know what, man? This now, I know these ones. People have complained these ones are broken on a regular basis. But listen, Will, for the time yeah. being... One of them is universal and the other is not. Or Tesla's the out- yeah. outlier. You go to this place with your uh, with any car that's electric, it has the CCS connector. This mm. is closer to a gas station. Yeah. You know? But Tesla Tesla has the advantage of being so deeply integrated into the vehicle at the moment mm. that they're, you know. But you know what it's really going to come down to as well with these things is locations. Like, how sure. close are they sure. to what you're doing? And what are the other aspects or advantages nearby the charge station itself? Mm-hmm. And amenities. Amenities. Yeah. Because the location I'm talking about, the Tesla one's in a terrible location. It's at least, a, it's like a 10-minute walk. It's kind of just in the middle of nowhere mm. in this circumstance. But then there's other circumstances where it's right beside mm. what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. So that plays a role, too. I think everyone's going to find their own habit. But I just want the whole thing to open up in the sense that it's just a little bit less confusion for the average person to figure out what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And possibly this one account for superchargers and any of these uh, public ones. I just want to be clear on this if you walk up to electrify and you don't want to have an account you can just tap and pay 54 cents per minute of charging mm-hmm. but at 44 cents i was able to basically add god i don't even know the rate right now but it cost me like 10 bucks to go from maybe 60 percent to 100 or something like that oh okay okay like it was it was a affordable it was the same price as the tesla charger good 
Afford, affordable. What am I thought? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Once the demand goes up, look yeah, at there's some van, there's some yeah. vandalization right, vandalizing going on right there. Just chop the cables off. Sheesh. Grass. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Oh, those guys are crazy. <laughs> I like I like how how gentle you were and honest. You're like it's very dangerous. Yeah. You know what, guys? That's a, that's a safety hazard. Hey guys. Hey guys, that's very dangerous. Yeah. Better take it easy. It's very dangerous. <laughs> Oh, baby. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to the rest of the news we got for today, starting with what? iPhone 12 mini. I never thought I'd see one of those again. iPhone 12 mini. Did you see this? Has been modded. Yeah, I did. I actually uh, heard about it. This is a USB-C port added in conjunction with like you've seen people do conversions but this one's like nah i want both yeah i want a type c and i want to keep my lightning port and i'm just going to jam it all in there surprisingly it looks like fairly well done uh-huh it looks really professional I mean, it's obviously not symmetrical but the way it's kind of been embedded in there youtube user oof look at that high facial high face toast 3672 Disassembled the iPhone 12 mini, removed the speaker, and created space for an additional port before linking the new USB-C connection to the existing hardware. Upon modifying the speaker to fit in the reduced internal space and reassembling the device, the resulting fit and finish is surprisingly good. I was worried for a moment that he's just like, I don't need a speaker. I was like, come on, dude. Uh. Gotta have a speaker in here still, too. So he was able... It goes to show you, because we often talk about when they're developing these things, how tight the tolerances are from a engineering perspective and yet they're just not tight enough because some people can go in there and still mod them fit things they're like look i can still put a headphone jack there's plenty of space yeah throw a pez in there and you're just like and you're just like well why they got to get rid of these things then they got all this space there's all kinds of space in there and they're like no we're we need to get rid of it to increase battery life and you're like what are you talking about there's a big blank space over here Mm mm-hmm Connecting the device to a Mac demonstrates as both the lightning port and USB-C port are fully functional. Therefore, it seems to be possible to simultaneously charge the device and listen to audio via a wired connection. Something that's been impossible in the iPhone without an adapter since the removal of the headphone jack in 20s. I remember when that was such a big deal. People were like, how can I be plugged in and listening to music? When they first got rid of the headphone jack. Mm-hmm. Because of the adapter that shipped with it. And I was like, how many people are actually... Do- a lot. Because I guess people might just leave it on as their music player yeah. permanently. And they don't want to completely kill the, the battery. So this gives us a little precursor. It gives us a little taste of what USB-C life will be like. It's kind of curious that this individual chose the mini model to prove his point. Mm. He's like, not only can I have both ports. I'm going to have both ports in the mini. In the smaller version. That's right. I don't even need... That's how much space we're working with. And also, that's the model that has gone extinct. Mm. So it's kind of a funny one to experiment with. But yeah, I mean, this is obviously far more convenient. USB-C is everywhere, including all your other Apple devices. So what does this tell us? The fact that it works immediately, that we're that much closer, that it's mm. definitely happening. The rumors were already there, but I think we're all in agreement after the EU went bananas and they said, enough is enough, mm. Tim. And then Tim and the other executives were like, what do you mean? Enough that, what do you, we're really nice guy. Yeah. And they were like, no, USB-C or else. 
And then Brazil was like, you better include include a charger or else. Remember that? It's a hard life. For Apple? Cook, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real tough. Yeah. Apple hardware subscription could be a big step, raising big questions. Ooh. Just, I just upgrade every year. It's just part of my monthly plan. Mm-hmm. It's like a... Using a Apple Pay Later. Yeah, it's kind of like a lease the for a car. Plan. I guess it's like a lease for a car. It goes to show you how expensive these things have got that we're yeah. like, how do we... Although in the early days, stuff was heavily subsidized before people realized what a scam it was. They're like, I'm signing away my... It'll only cost me five grand over the next two years. Uh-huh. It's like, wait a sec. We should figure out what that phone is worth in the first place. Mm-hmm. But anyway, a hardware subscription, Apple's the type of company that could pull it off because people do upgrade every single yeah. year. They're constantly upgrading. They want to call it what? The iUp? The iPhone upgrade program? I guess this is speculation. It's a way to buy an iPhone in installments, spreading the, or is this is a real thing that exists right now. I, I think I guess it can be used in one of two ways. First, you can simply keep your phone, and after two years, you own it outright. Second, you can trade it in for a new model after eleven months. So that there's your upgrade cycle. Oh, the event just happened. No worries. I am part of iUp. I will instantly. That's what they say. It's funny. I used to have a company called iUpgrade, like <laughs> yeah, a thousand years ago, and that was like the small time. Look at that. Five stars, right? Oh, oh, never mind. That's a, that's somebody else who started a company with a similar name in, in uh, Nashville. And look at this guy. He's got five-star rating, two Google reviews. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, we were... Listen, we were... Why does it say that I was specializing in x-ray maintenance? I wish. Oh, that must be the new guy. Anyway, listen. Listen. It's just funny that they've chosen this this naming here. Yeah. Uh, this was this is my of course my backstory which I don't have to go into again. Well, it's it's too extensive. I've gone so many times into this. Like I'm sitting there and I'm fixing little iPods and things. And Look, then, you can call Lou right now. And then event <laughs> and then eventually I'm. That's not a bad number either that I had. Sure, I just yeah. realize that now. Eight two seven ninety eighty eight. Let's go. <sighs> Sound like a business. Look, I even claimed the Yelp. It had to be officially claimed at one time. There you go. But then other Yelpers reported that the location was closed. Well, that's damn right. It's been closed for no- I started filming videos, and then, well, the rest is history. But, yeah, I was goofing around with headphones. I was putting headphone jacks in because everyone was breaking their headphone jacks. Yeah. That's what was going on. Here's a loyal customer. When they, when they had a... Uh, um, they would have what would happen is just the little metal on the inside of the headphone jack would get bent from so much use oh, in yeah. and out. And then you could sometimes just bend it back to make contact again, but often it would it would have lost its rigidity. And yeah, then it'd be like a paper clip. It, you would have to flex, replace it, and you're ordering these parts, and it was really. Anyway, eye up is something different. This is you getting a new iPhone every five minutes. Even if you upgrade every year, you're always taking out a 24-month installment purchase, and you do technically own the phone. Apple is simply accepting it as a trade-in against an outstanding balance. Ooh, gets me all confused. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to just own it, but I guess they can take this a step further and make it like a real rental situation where the buyout option is gone, and, and, and it's, just, it's just guaranteed that you're trading it in at the 11-month period. And then they can add perks to it. You know, you got yeah. your Apple Care Plus and Apple TV, all that stuff. Cards and well, I just get all of it. Uh huh. 
and all of a sudden I'm a subscriber, like as if it's Netflix or something, but instead it's Apple and it's the products and the services. What I mean, what do you guys think? Like, let me know in the chat comments. Are you prepared? Do you want another subscription? Do you want to subscribe to hardware? Do you want to subscribe to technology hardware? Mm. Does that seem easier for you? Even if it costs you a little more in the long run than the uh, what you're currently doing with owning it I, I can't i don't know i don't know if this audience watching this is the one that would do something like that i think right. they might enjoy owning their thing and maybe they're savvy where they're they go and resell it when they want to upgrade and maybe they hang on to it a little longer mm-hmm. it's a weird time right now too because it really felt there was more incentive in the past to upgrade every year mm. whereas i'm curious the, the upgrade cycle even for tech enthusiasts who are on this channel mm. watching this show is it, is it really every year anymore or is it every two mm. or is it every three in some circumstances? Because yeah, phones stuff, are too good right now. Stuff got good, didn't it? Yeah, very quickly too. Stuff got good, didn't it? Uh, did you happen to watch the Super Bowl? So I watched, uh, I watched the second half of the Super Bowl and I, I missed the halftime show. So okay. you're not going to bring this halftime show to me, are you? No. I mean, I know it was Rihanna. I saw the... Sure. I mean, those things always kind of... What, what what can they really do with those things, you know? Yeah. It's a, I, a couple of dance moves and... Yeah. It was singular. It was Rihanna. There was no okay. other collaborators. Okay. okay. Um, they did something yeah. interesting this year where they had floating platforms. Yeah. It kind of looked like a Smash Brothers tournament thing. Yeah. Okay. So you like that stuff. Um, I thought it was really risky because yeah. there were like five platforms above the stadium and they were just like dancing on top it was very interesting do would they have a harness and stuff though i mean they would right? it was just like a rope tied behind yeah. Rihanna yeah. onto the platform and then that was it but a guy like you wouldn't worry about worry about that you know why why because you're doing the rock climbing remember <laughs> I just you're climb my down. way out of yeah, there yeah you're upside down half your life you're hanging upside down you're what's his yeah. name what's the guy's name that's alex you. honnold yeah that's you man Remember, he's just doing the he's doing the lifting just with the fingers. Yeah, yeah, very impressive that guy. You know what I'm saying? He's got it set up on the outside of his van, so he's working out the finger strength at all times. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty much you. I see very I see a lot of similarities. Yeah, I went rock climbing this uh, weekend, and it was it was something. It was a lot. Yeah, my uh, yeah, a couple of five tens there. Which yeah, is a lot. That sounds hard, yeah. Yeah. It sounds, it's all right. That sounds like a double black no, it's, diamond. It's not too bad. It's okay. Okay. Well, what's what's the hardest? Indoors, probably like a 512 or something. Okay. So 510 is right there, dude. It's close. Yeah. Sure, it's, come on. Don't downplay yeah, it, man. You're hanging upside down. Let's be honest. So based on the Super Bowl, they have uh, obviously. Look at you. You're on fire today. Look at you here. just moving and grooving. <laughs> Look at you. You're flying today. What happened? Is it because I did? Um, it's because the 15 minute thing? No, no. It's because I said twelve fifteen. Like I wasn't gonna make it right no, at twelve, no. and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, let me let me lift some weights over here. No, there's no rushing involved. You know, I just want to move the show along. Uh, that's great, man. You know, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. No, hey, hey. Have at it. You, go ahead. I'm really. I want to learn. Uh, there was like a Super Bowl ad um, against Tesla. Have you seen this one? I have not. Um, let's see. Why does Nitsa allow Tesla full self driving? And it's pretty much a commercial that shows off a Tesla hitting objects during the Super Bowl. Is this that guy that's been going after Tesla for yeah, a while? Yeah, yeah. 
The Dawn the Project. The Dawn Project, yeah. And Elon gets pissed every time. Uh-huh. The 30-second ad, which uh, broadcasts to millions of football fans in Washington, D.C. and state capitals like Austin, Tallahassee, Albany, Atlanta, and Sacramento, outlines several alleged critical safety defects of Tesla FSD, the automaker, automaker's advanced driver assistance system. FSD is not actually full self-driving. We talked about this a few times on the show. It's like we don't – nobody really – at this point, I don't see too many people defending the terminology. Almost everybody, when I talk about it in the comments, almost everybody seems to agree that it's like we may have a terminology issue here. Mm-hmm. And we may want to, well, I don't know if Tesla's going to change it at this point, but I think some some of us really wish that it was called something else. That was more indicative of how it actually works, what you actually use it for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the cost of it is 15000 too. So some people might think it is... Oh my God! Well, what you're gonna a Tesla's just gonna run over this child right now? Yeah. Oh, jeez, dude. And it's it's just um, video footage of Tesla's hitting things or swerving or entering do not enter um, pathways. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Go back to that. How how does this guy get out? But he was on the other side. Was he? How's he traveling? That guy. So they oh, have a rope attached to the person or the mannequin sorry yeah 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 well oh musk responded of course yeah so he does respond yeah well okay what is in it for this other guy like what is the motive does he have a company or is he just pissed or the dawn project is the name of it the founder dan o'dowd is the ceo of green hill software a company that builds operating systems for embedded safety and security systems as well as his own automated driving systems okay all right so now i have the story so so this guy has his own product i suppose and he believes it's safer than what tesla is yeah and calling it you know gotcha tesla fsd is not Right. Yeah, he claims Tesla's F- FSD has critical malfunction every eight minutes. All right, now let's go ahead and see what Elon's reply is. Um, Tesla's official website calls the phenomenon autopilot and full self-driving capability. We know that. According to the car manufacturer, the self-driving feature dubbed as advanced, advanced driver system, which is a way better name, by the way. That one right there is perfectly fine. Advanced driver system. You're just ADS. like... Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Sounds about right. Dan O'Dowd does the, puts the advert, and I guess it was on the Super Bowl, but it was also on Twitter. Mm. 30 seconds long. I mean, it is, it's powerful, right? You just see a car. You just see a Tesla hitting basically children. Yeah. The next scene shows a shaky driver plow through a car into two push chairs on the road. The end. The the video then ends with the text. Why does uh, highway traffic safety allow full self driving? And here's Elon's re- response. Oh, just a laughing face. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just a laughing face. Will? He Is did that? respond uh, later on. I think here. Are you sure about that? Yeah, this one. Oh, okay, here. Thank you, Real Dan O'Dowd, for spending $7 million for this Tesla advertisement. It's very clear that your testing was fake, but grateful for spreading the word that Teslas are the leader for general autonomy. So apparently these Teslas in the video were rigged. Rigged how? How do you rig? I don't know. People were saying the Super Bowl was rigged. I think people love, uh, people Uh, are into rigged. 
Rigged is big. We should do. We should look yeah. at Google Trends for the word rigged. Can you give me uh, some some quick uh, numbers on that? It really feels that we're in a a rigged. What isn't rigged at this point? I, life itself is rigged, right? The Matrix, like every sure, where it's sure. rigged. Okay, give me like a worldwide rigged. Hmm. All right, it's on its way down now. Give me a shorter period of time. Give me like uh, thirty days. Let me see a thirty day rigged chart. Ooh, there's a big rigged moment there. January 30th. I don't know. A hundred rigged. That's a huge, that's a huge <laughs> rigged. Interesting. Anyway. So Elon says those cars were rigged and now we'll never know. And we get to continue to live in chaos land. Mm. Uh, my, my Tesla has not hit a child yet. So, and I'm typically attentive still. Yeah. Like I haven't snoozed or anything yet. And yeah. I think that's the. You gotta pay attention. Recommendation. At the you moment. know. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, hilarious. But you know what, man? You give people technology, they misuse it. Sure. You know? Yeah. You give people technology, and all of a sudden, you're like, hey, man, put that technology down. Obviously, you're not ready for that. And so it Some really people. comes back to the individual, and it, it's easier for us to, you know, get our hands on this stuff than ever before. And, mm. and uh, everybody is fallible, susceptible. Yeah. Hilarious design concepts. Imagine what Tesla might make next. How about a toilet? Oh, get out of here. No chance. Imagine. Although, I mean, there are some pretty high-tech toilets out there. Uh-huh. And you could get, like, heated seats and laser-guided streams of warm water. And But I don't know that there's been any that have had the full-on gaming chair scenario. Because my issue here is obviously hygiene. Like, you yeah, got too much material going on. Can you wipe everything down? Touchscreen is also going to have fecal matter on it, 100%. Yeah, the splashing, yeah, for so. sure. Um, what's this? This is a Tesla portable sink with SpaceX water management. Uh, filtering and recycling wastewater remove the need for a constant connection to plumbing. Oh, okay. Off-grid. Because you've, yeah. you've already got Starlink. And so you're off grid. It's weird they show the soccer ball. Anyway. And you're just recycling the water and it's filtering it somehow, UV probably. Yeah. And it has like the idea of Cybertruck with the stainless steel. <laughs> My Cybertruck sink folds up. Yeah. We have a toaster in the wall. Yeah. Hmm, I don't mind that. That's uh, a. Actually, you know what? It's more flat bread. You know what? In the wall, I'm a little concerned with the heat. Oh yeah, yeah. toasters get it travels upwards really hot, don't they? Yeah, I don't know if that one was thought through completely. I guess you sometimes you have an oven in the wall, but an oven, you know, they insulate that. I I have a lot of questions here with the Tesla toaster, but you can with see you Tesla get the logo. Tesla logo on the, this. Well, this is for the super fans. This is not for O'Dowd. No, or maybe it is. Yeah, secret Tesla bed Never. with an incline for perfect sleep. Uh, this so this is going to be like with the motor, so you go mm. up and down. Okay, it's got a cyber truck look. There you go, well. five centimeter incline in the headrest to reduce acid reflux. <laughs> so I don't know if Elon suffers from that, but just in case, it's and yes, it, it has been cyber trucked. The stylings, yeah, that's it. Which one of these is most likely to happen? God, that's nearly impossible to answer. Which one? This the one's sink? Actually not the Tesla sink is the most it's likely? It's cheeky enough. 
Or maybe the bed. The Tesla bed. Interesting. Okay. Well, you guys go ahead. You guys go ahead in the comments. It's got headlights. Tell me which one you're more most likely to go for. I mean, a bed is so hard to <laughs> buy and ship and it's stainless steel. Everything else. <laughs> it's metal. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. Research shows electric car charging stations in America are facing major problems. Well, this is why I'm investigating. All right, Will. Yeah. This was your article. According to research study from J.D. Power, the EV charging network in the U.S. has already eroded, and at least one in five charging attempts by EV drivers failed to connect. It's bad enough that the adoption rate of electric vehicles is double the rate of chargers being installed. Yikes, that's terrifying. Yet the existing ones are already aging with lack of maintenance, repair, and software updates to keep up with evolving batteries. According to a report, there was a steady rise from the quarter of 2021 to the third quarter, first quarter to third quarter, of failed charging attempts from 15% to 21%, but it gets worse. Yeah, okay, failed charging attempt is like it's trying to connect can't initiate charge, can't connect to the web. Like there's like a variety. I know the our friends over there at Straight Pipes, I've seen a few posts on social media, like here we go again, won't charge, whatever reason, busted charge station. And we had this conversation previously about maintenance in general and how whichever network is gonna eventually win out or gather steam is gonna have to be one that people have confidence in, mm. that it's gonna just work. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough of a variety of experience, but if there was one, like there's there's one that I frequently use, which is a public charger. It's a stage two, but it's just at a place that I frequently go from the company Ivy Charge. Now, not to just like- And it's been consistent. No, 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 no. It's been consistent. It's dead. It's dead now. Oh. It's recently dead. It's call customer service for the last- But the, ch- the station's two, still two, there. Two months. Call call customer service for oh two boy. months. And I'm like, man, I know customer service has been called a number of times, but they can't get somebody, they can't fix it. Like, it's just a bad look. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, it's not a mission-critical station, it's kind of like a bonus station. Mm. It's not really doing much. It's still a really bad look for the ecosystem in general. Yeah. Know. You know, it'd be like... Not just the branding. It'd like be like an entire, ga- an entire yeah. gas station, and you roll up, and they're like, yeah, the pumps are broken. Mm-hmm. And it happens twice, and then it's been a month, and you're like, are you guys for real? Or like, is this a real business? Mm -hmm. What's going on here? According to research, customer satisfaction with level two and three chargers has plummeted to its lowest point. And big part of this as well is just the volume now, Will. The age of the existing chargers and the volume of electric cars, because it's a negative experience. The most negative experience I ever have is when I roll up, I create a destination, and then I get there, and the lineup is tremendous. Yeah, and then knowing you have to spend like another twenty minutes to charge yourself. Yes, absolutely. Right. And but anyway, that happens rarely for me. Now I don't know. Obviously, from region to region is going to be different. Mm. Um, but this is a thing that has to get fixed. If you want the widespread adoption, and here you can see some of the graffiti going on. If you want the widespread, oh, and then I'll give you the last one, which is. Other cars parking in the electric car parking spots oh. and not charging, which is a frequent occurrence. Is it? And I don't know how you police that because you don't want to be towing people out there. They're going to be fit. They're going to go with their own graffiti next time. Right. You want to give people a crack. Maybe you need better signage. It's a lot of small things that have to happen here to, to really ease this one and... Uh, 
you know, smooth it out. Yeah. You got to smooth it out. But uh, on on the flip side, I've had good experiences too, Will. Yeah. Flip side. The electric future needs uh, some work, I guess. Reliability, consistency. Infrastructure. Reliability, consistency is the big deal. Absolutely. Google search chief warns AI chatbots can give convincing but completely fictitious answers. Yeah, of course they can. Yeah, man. Like, how did that part go overlooked as we were discussing these things? It's really, like, it's interesting how, okay, so we know that humans will choose convenience all the time. And we know that humans sometimes sacrifice quality for quantity and convenience for quality and you know, like it's I, I use like the fast food criteria, uh, so, sort of connection there. That it's like sometimes you just want the least amount of friction possible. You want to get to from A to B as fast as you can, and that to me is kind of the way it's been with the adoption of the chatbot <clears throat> or uh, ChatGPT or mm. whatever. Is it's just been like. So novel and so fast and so conversational and so useful that people are like, let's all pretend we don't have to ask. Let's all pretend we don't have to worry. Let's all pretend we can just go ahead and do the thing and smoke the cigarette, eat the cheeseburger and worry about it later. And that come that is if we're talking about regulation or or lack thereof. And that is also if we're talking about truth, like the truth. Because these things have some degree of human interference, which we also talked about on a previous episode. And that's enough, man. At some point, whatever it's crawling, the data sets and uh, its ability to respond to certain requests, but not others, there is, it is not without influence and it is not a pristine situation. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have you're gonna have to double check this thing, and even OpenAI themselves says, "Hey, man, sometimes we gotta double check this thing." Mm-hmm. So but even uh, people like users using it, like write a paragraph about this. I'm doing an essay, but they don't even check that, and that's a problem because. But why would you check it? You're already in a position where you're choosing ultimate convenience. Yeah. yeah. Why would you check it? That's like, well, that's like going to get the Big Mac and being like, let me check the nutritional information. No, man, you already, you're just, you're just getting it, man. Yeah. You're just getting it. Add more lettuce in there, please. You're just getting it at that point. And this guy's, listen, you could say the same thing about search. Like you can't, it feels official. You see it in search. It reminds me of when you're a kid and you feel like the adults have it all figured out. Like, well, they're the adults. Of course they know. Yeah. It's search. Of course it knows. It's AI. Of course it knows. Encyclopedias, Wikipedias. All the pedias. Chatbots. Yeah. yeah. It's not without its questions, and it should not be without its scrutiny or skepticism. It's just that the, not everyone is going to do that, and not everyone is going to uh, want to put the effort into questioning the thing. They're gonna want to move on and and take the, and have the path of least resistance, which is this tool is helping me shut up and and that's the end of it. And I, by the way, it's somewhere in the middle because you don't want to discourage the technology completely either. Like there are redeeming characteristics, but it, it's also you need a healthy do- dose of skepticism and consideration when you're using these yeah. these type of things. And it's also nice that the creators are agreeing that. 
It's not. Well, it's actually now that like you just this ha- amazing product. That's just like we got to be careful. Now that you've just highlighted the Google search chief, maybe this guy has ulterior. That's what I'm saying. But he might have ulterior motives. You like, like search is still pretty good. Come back to search. Forget you know. I know you're yeah, in love having with having a war with um, Bard. That's what I mean. Like, is yeah. is there an internal Inter- conflict where he's yeah. like, search is better? Or they're like, bard, bard. He's like, search, search. No, uh, I don't yeah. know. Because they'll, they'll be integrating it. So I'm sure he's intimately involved. And But yeah. There's, there's people to admit it. That's it. You know. You got to balance it out, man. Yeah. Disney Plus loses its magic touch as millions cancel their subscriptions. Oh, it's not exclusive to, to Netflix. Will you see this? Hmm. His, uh, things are soft right now. Oh, yeah. I, I actually got the uh, disclaimer today on Netflix. To get your life together? Yeah. yeah. Subscribe to us. Or else? Hey. Yeah. Well, well, really, what did it say? Like, I'm curious because this is this is big uh, news, right? Like, it's one thing if it, they say it's going to happen. It's another thing when it happens to Willie Do, and we're actually sitting here with the ultimatum. So it says a Netflix account is for people who live in the same location. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then you continue and then uh, you're logged out. Whoa. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't give you any like two weeks notice. Nope. No two no. weeks notice. You're logged out. It now. was very assertive. See you later. Yeah. Well, anyway, not exclusive to Netflix. People are questioning their subscriptions in general. And uh, that also includes Disney Plus, which boomed and then has been softening up a little bit. A not so spellbinding time for the streamer. Disney has lost a chunk of its user base. I can't say I'm surprised. I think every, I think it's an incredibly competitive marketplace and people are looking to. cut back on some of their expenditures during its Q1 2023 earnings report. Disney confirmed Disney Plus lost subscribers for the first time in its history between October and December 2022. The global user base shrunk by 2.4 million. Now, in the case of Disney Plus, the biggest culprit for the involved in this drop is Disney Plus Hotstar, which is the version that's available in India and Southeast China. 3.8 million customers canceled their subscriptions during that period of time. 3.8 in that one region. Hmm. I don't know what happened over there. The content wasn't uh, what they had wanted. Was there a price increase? Was it a, a sort of uh, trial period where there was maybe a promotional price or something? But 3.8 million is a ton. And now, if you're Disney, you had to obviously be thinking, and not just now, but even previously, when you have this international approach, same goes for Netflix, all this regional content you have to be making to remain compelling mm-hmm. in all these places, mm-hmm. oh, the scope of that is so daunting for me to think yeah. about. Like what you need to have in the projects you need to be working on years in advance in Southeast Asia and in India and everywhere uh-huh. else. Holy moly. So in North America, however, they're still doing okay. They added 200,000 more new customers. So the Growing in North America, the global subscriber base is now sitting at 161 million, which is down from 164. It is its first loss, but they still have quite a few subscribers for a relatively new streaming service. And what do they got? I think they got another season with The Mandalorian coming out. Oh, okay, yeah. I know because uh, my little guy was telling me. He said they're coming with the next season. I said, well, maybe they'll get a few subscribers. I don't know. Okay. But they're going to keep leaning into their assets to their ip yeah you know they got some ip well quite a lot a little bit of ip 
One-third of Americans would use genetic genetics tech to make their offspring smarter, study finds. How rude. They take a look at their offspring. They're like, what can you, can I get a, some sort of product so that they're Do it better? Uh, yeah. Obviously, this is preemptive. Yeah. It's a bit rude. As technology advances and starts to push the idea of designer babies from the realm of science fiction into reality. Well, I kept getting these emails. Huh? I kept getting these emails, which was like, don't you want, uh, don't, don't you want your, um, offspring to look like these guys? And it would be like some sort of boutique, um, genetic, I don't even know what it was actually, but I got it for a while. Yeah. And so there is the like low tech version of it out there, which is just, you, you pick the. You get like a profile of the guy that's yeah. It's like choose or create your character in a video game. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, with the <laughs> available stats here. Kind of weird, man. Oh, yeah, not very romantic. Well, designer babies. Anyway, this I guess takes it a, a step further. They're saying the ethics are a bit murky here. Besides the extreme scenarios where embryos could be tweaked using engineering tools like CRISPR, there are similar technologies already being used. And their ethical implications are no less complex, particularly given their accessibility. A recent study found that a substantial portion of Americans would be interested in using genetics to make their babies smarter. The study was supported by the National Institutes of Health and published yesterday in Science magazine. The team asked survey respondents who may conceive using in vitro fertilization. So they're already doing that. And then they're like, hey, would you consider a little bit of CRISPR? You want a little boost? Huh? Yeah, and we can arrange everything. We can arrange a little boost, and then the families are like, you know, let us talk about it. And then they go to Starbucks. They're like, pumpkin latte. Yeah, pumpkin latte. What do you think, honey? Uh, well, uh, we do want little Johnny to do his best, don't we? And yeah, it's a very uncertain time. I believe he'll need all the advantages he can have. Make him seven feet tall. Hurry up. It's louder than the uh, coffee shop music there. I just am picturing this couple, you know, with like some sort of like sweater vest or corduroy pants, and they're just sipping away and justifying anything, anything, anything. Will anything? They're like. They're getting they're, they're being explained the implications, sure. and they're like, you know, the world might actually, if we continue down this path, the world may come to an end in roughly three to three hundred and fifty years. And they're like, Johnny might live a good life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Watch it all burn down. What do you mean you don't know, Will? What do you mean you don't know? Haven't you seen? Just, uh, haven't you seen Gattaca? Yeah, yeah. Ethan. Ethan yeah, have you seen Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke was not the genetic one. The other guy was. He's uh-huh. swimming better. No, no spoiler. Yeah, he's superior. No spoilers on that. Just go, <laughs> go watch Gattaca. Well, I would just say uh-oh. maybe uh-oh, uh-oh. it uh-oh. would be great uh-oh. in terms of modifying. Uh oh, here he goes. Allergies or like. You know. Oh, you're gonna bring your peanut into this? Is that what you're doing? Future diseases. Yeah, but you just prevention of that but or you, something. But you right? wouldn't be, asthma. But you wouldn't be you without your peanut. 
You wouldn't. Like you that's because that's the Gattaca I'm thing. Not allergy. The Gattaca thing yeah. is that like the guy still has some redeeming characteristic, and maybe he's got even more. I don't know. Am I being romantic right now? I'm just saying like. It's a very complex mixture, and we, yeah. we as humans, oh my God, us as humans, let me tweak. Let sure, me, and yeah, we just keep going and going area. and pushing the extremity, and then we look at the aftermath, and we're like, did we do that? Mm-hmm. Did we do that? Mm-hmm. Whether it's this or AI or whatever it is, it's the same thing. It's like, yo, slow down, chill a little bit, and just recognize that you. Pro- you probably aren't the epicenter. Like yeah. you probably don't know everything. Like there are, there's something bigger. Probably, possibly, there's something else going on. And it's probably going to be really expensive. There's, so- there's stuff going on. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, you're floating around. You take uh, everything for granted. All your problems are really right in front of you. You know, your problems are the biggest problems. Type mentality. Just saying, be careful out there. You be careful. <laughs> Little Johnny. You might like this one. AI explain why they're so bad at drawing human fig- fingers. Oh, yeah. This is one of those. This is in the category of articles where it's ask ChatGPT why ChatGPT. Yeah. And Kind of cheeky. Yeah. And so you get these introspective responses from the AI. Yeah. So they asked ChatGPT what's going on with the fingers because the fingers are a dead giveaway every time. You're like, huh, pretty convincing. Look at the fingers. Look yeah. at the hand. 20, like either There's not. 10 malformed fingers. Well, there. and yeah, and in, often, in one hand. It's, it's often the proportions too are all weird. Yeah. Like the sizes are off or the number of fingers, the number of joints. Mm. Who would have thought like a hand would be a weird or hard thing to generate? Uh, ChatGPT is the most well-known of the AI language modeled right now, causing huge waves across the world with its abilities. Um, So then they ask, they say, why is AI so bad at rendering human fingers? This is a question posed to ChatGPT, and this is the response. Rendering realistic human fingers is challenging for AI because they are highly articulated and have complex shapes and textures. Capturing the subtleties of how light interacts with skin, nails, and wrinkles requires advanced modeling and rendering techniques. Okay. I think that's a fair response. Hmm. Uh, Some AI-powered tools and applications can generate realistic images of faces, including facial features like eyes, nose, and mouth. The technology behind these applications is based on machine learning algorithms that have been trained on large data sets of human faces, which allows them to learn the patterns and details necessary to create realistic looking faces. However, even with advanced algorithms and large data sets, rendering fingers remains a challenging task for AI. Those look a little bit better, but also tough and wonky. It is interesting that there's these AI giveaways that we as humans are still, we still have a slight edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AI, I can see you. I see you. Peekaboo. Yeah. I'm really smart, man. Uh huh. The fingers, again, you're calling out the fingers. Like, I'm doing a pretty good job at everything else. The one thing. ChatGPT's like an angsty teenager. Yeah. Like, I'm doing all right. God. Well, you got to point out the one thing. I'm working on it. No. Models. 
learning. Like, let me study. Jeez. Get perfect on everything. Uh -huh, I see you. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time, apparently. Uh-huh. Oh, the deep hand model. A generative model that uses a 3D hand model to generate realistic hand poses. And then it has to have a, in its data set every single pose and shadow and wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Faces are easier, Will. Apparently. Faces are easier. Jeez. Retired Boeing 737 gets transformed into a private villa. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. Can it still fly? No. Oh, okay. So they're just like, you know what? Let's ground it and just uh -huh. turn it into a sick apartment. Yeah. Or villa. I don't even... What? Is, no, 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 no. This is uh, render. Come on, Will. Well, yeah. I mean, You're goofing on me here. Yeah. It's sick. It's really sick. I like it. I always wonder about these things like repurposing, mm -hmm. whether it's a shipping container or a bus, a school bus, or this is even better, a 737. The conversion. Yeah, but then... Look at that. No, it's sick. Just gut it. Uh, it's really <laughs> cut cool. Cut everything. It's really cool. I, can't, I just still want to fly it. I can't help it. I see a plane. I still want to fly. Uh -huh. I just want to fly this version of it. Uh -huh. Private jets are cool and all, but this is a villa in the sky. I mean, this is obviously, oh my goodness, they put a That's little pretty clever, outdoor right? seating area in the engine or where the engine used to be. Look at yeah. that thing. Damn, dude. And then the wing is the walkway. Yeah, that's how you get up to it, to your private villa. Yeah. I, I think people would uh, pay a few bucks on Airbnb for something like this. Yeah, no kidding. From returning to the sky to fly another airline and being recycled for parts or moving an aircraft to the boneyard, the possibilities for retired aircraft are seemingly endless. I wondered about contamination and stuff. You got fuel tanks. You got to clean that baby out. Yeah. Uh, formerly part of the now defunct Mandala Airlines fleet, the retired Boeing 737 was purchased by developer Felix Demon back in 2021 and transported to its remote location featuring two bedrooms. So he's going to build it? Private jet villa. By Hanging Garden. It sits 150 meters above sea level and available for rent from April. Nightly rates starting at 7,000. Will? Yeah. Well. Hey. I thought it was completely fat, like just never going to actually be a thing, but he's actually going to make the deal? Imagine walking into this. Based on the renters? Yeah. All right. Well, seven Gs a night, though. That's even tougher. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. A little tough for the Airbnb crowd, dude. <laughs> Trying to get the influencer market going. Uh -huh. Look, I, I I'm staying in a plane villa. Check out my YouTube short. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't do the math on whether they, you know, the revenue. Yeah, ten bucks. See, like my short only made ten bucks. Uh, I needed seven thousand for this trip. Oh, jeez. I say the weekend. This influencer stuff is hard. <laughs> <laughs> just scratching their head. Whoops. Whoops. UFO mania. Is this the stuff you were sending me late at night? Just uh, these probably, links. These yeah. links were flying as you were reading about UFOs. Mm -hmm. UFO mania. U.S. shoots down objects over Lake Huron and Alaska. Uruguay investigating flashing lights. China prepares to shoot down its own UFO. <laughs> China's like, we want to get in on the party, too. Are you guys shooting UFOs? Can we? Can we also? We're going to... Yeah. Well, we had the green, the ominous green beams the other day. Yeah. 
No, they were like, those are just satellites. Those are not, nothing unusual about that. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll kill you for that. <laughs> Show everybody what you're doing here. I spelt it right, though. Yeah, but it's not enough context. You can't just write green beams. <laughs> of course they think you mean green beams. Who's ever Googled green beams? So, yes, this it wasn't NASA. They think it was a satellite, uh, Chinese satellites doing some climate stuff. Anyway, it's, yeah, UFOs, what goes around comes around, and UFOs are hot again. People are in a big UFO mood. Man, that's a weird picture of Biden. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong about it, but is it AI? It's lacking an object here. Is it AI generated? Yeah, maybe. I think so. Look at the hands. Yeah, we're, well, we're, well, they just cut it off. That's yeah, what yeah. AI is going to start doing to yeah, fool yeah, us. Yeah. They're going to crop things right where the hands would be. Mm-hmm. So they're going to fool us that way. United States military shot down an unidentified flying object over Lake Huron Sunday afternoon, just over a day after an Air Force fighter shot down an object over Alaska on Friday evening and about a week after a Chinese balloon. Oh, the Chinese balloon we, we recall. Well, it's important to know UFO, unidentified object. That's really all. It doesn't necessarily... You know, you don't get your green guys necessarily. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, while no single part of this is that unusual, the flurry of military action and sightings in a single weekend has lit social media aflame. The military has not said what the two objects shot down this weekend are, but the actions follow the much hyped downing of a Chinese spy balloon. Now they're just shooting down all balloons. They're like, Biden's like, any balloon. I don't want any balloons anymore. The yeah. balloon thing was too big of a deal. Birthday I don't care. party? Nope. Shoot it Get out. Get rid of it. Yeah, no balloons. Get the fighter jets out. Enough with the balloons already. I can't be bothered with all these balloons. But who knows? I mean, Lake Huron, kind of, you know, kind of close to us. It decommissioned another object over Lake Huron. And then, and then others, including Michigan congressmen, says the American people deserve far more answers than we have. Did you like my congressman? I can do the Congress. Sure, yeah, yeah, I can do the Congress. If All you right. need congressmen, I got it in the bank. <laughs> a man dies after taking a loaded concealed gun into it. Why you got to do this to me? Yeah. Into an MRI scan. There's just a check for that. You can't bring the metal in. The- He's like, no. He's like, I got to stay. Yeah. I got to stay ready. Yeah. Got to stay loaded. You never know what's going to happen. And they're like, are you sure in the MRI machine? You're probably dead. <laughs> There could be a burglar in there. And he's like, listen, I just don't feel comfortable without it. And they're like, you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. You're going to die in there. Turn it on. Well, then that's the way I die. <laughs> no, no, for sure you're going to die. Yeah. 100% you're dead. Like, when have you ever been in one of these machines? No. Okay, so Terrifying, though. I don't want to be in one. Oh, you have the claustrophobia thing. It's just the yeah. spinning, loud magnets. Yeah, it's not, it's not, listen, it's, it's not worth it. It's not a private villa in a 737 by any means. Yeah. But it's not also not as bad as you're making it out to be. Oh, so freaky. But if you're claustrophobic, I get it. Okay, but, so, yeah, this is why I'm scared. There is a video online, um, <laughs> practical MRI, um, <laughs> showing the effects of having uh, metal objects objects near um the mri machine and it shows like the the pull weight 300 pounds of uh 
a wrench. Dude. Yeah, no, it's nutty, man. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's absolutely nutty. Yeah. They're very clear. They want to know if you have any metal. This is what I was going to say. Because when you go, they're like, do you have any metal in your body? Like, do you have, like, they want to know about previous surgery or um, staple or. Yeah. Like any metal. Uh-huh. That's the degree to which they're concerned about it. And never mind if you have a loaded weapon in there. Or even just like a coin or something. Wouldn't it like... Oh, yeah, coins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somehow Ju- just like... Jewelry, know, coins. Injure you. Oh, God, dude. You don't want to... According to reports, the gun advocate's weapon was pulled out of his waistband by the machine before it discharged into his stomach. Yeah, it's pulling the bullet. It's going to be pulling the bullets, the trigger. Like, what is it pulling? Some Magneto stuff. It is not clear why he didn't remove it prior to entering the machine. Before his death on February 6th, the lawyer regularly posted pro-gun content on his TikTok channel. People have been fatally sucked into MRI machines before, generally when metal oxygen tanks have been brought in with the patients. Yeah. Listen, dude, you know, there's this powerful, powerful magnet stuff going on. I can tell you. I from experience. Why were you doing it? Gotta get checked out, man. Checked out, okay. Are you kidding? Gotta get checked out. You don't know what's going on inside there. You don't know what you got going on. You you know what type of problems you got going on? You gotta go take a peek every so often. Yeah, brutal. But some people hate it. Some people are like, I'm not doing it. You know, some people that are claustrophobic, like, nope, no way, I'm not doing it. Mm. Like you. Me? Yeah. Me, uh, you know, the the weirdest, I'll tell you the weirdest part is it could be like up to half an hour. If you fall asleep. Okay. What happens? Well, no, it's just, that's terrifying when you like wake up and you can't move. Oh, Do right, you know what right. I'm saying? Because yeah. it, it, it's a bit disorienting at the moment. You're like, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Because you can't move the whole time either. Yeah. 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 You can't budge or they can't yeah. get good images. So you have to stay completely still. So it's kind of like a weird hypnosis you're, you're oh. in. <laughs> That's brutal. I'm not doing it. All right. You might have to. Uh, A flight attendant shares how to spot hidden cameras in a hotel room using your phone. Is this something that concerns you, Will? Yeah, definitely. Or B&Bs. When you you, uh, book in and then you're trying to relax, but you're also like... I'm just like, there definitely is a camera in here. (laughs) Just aimed at my... Right at your crotch. Yeah. Yeah. Black hole or something. Yeah, it is. You know it's it like, is. It's like, hey. That's right. I mean, they've got what they're looking for. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> they got away with it. I would have no idea. I'll just be skeptical the whole time. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I guess this is the thing that concerns people because this flight attendant goes on TikTok probably and says, yeah. here's how you make sure you're not being recorded and, and you got to listen to me because I'm in hotel rooms all the time. I'm a flight attendant. Uh-huh. If anybody uh-huh. would know, I would know. And so I am your hotel hacker. Yeah, tip of the day. I will show you my hacks. Now, the main hack in this video, first of all, I'm going to just go ahead and say I'm never doing this, whatever stuff she's doing. Is it doing. a lot of work? Oh, 
God, I don't. I can't oh, okay. be. I can't be. Bo- I, by the time I hit the hotel, I'm like, you know, you know, go ahead, look at my butthole. Like I don't. <laughs> They're gonna get it for sure <laughs> yeah, now. Like, I don't. No, I, I mean not to. I'm not giving permission, but I'm just saying, like, I just she in her video. There's a video here somewhere. You gotta scroll down. Her hacks is she gets into the room and she has to immediately go through this ordeal. She has half a million likes on this thing. Okay, here we go. We're gonna check first. First, we gotta check the mirror, and you can pause it here. Because this is apparently the key, is that somebody who's spying on you might just put a two-way mirror on there. Okay. With a camera behind it, I guess. So the rule of thumb is you have to be able to touch your reflection. If there's like a gap, then no. Did you read this? Uh, I think I heard it from somewhere. Yeah, you read this? Okay, so I guess that's the thing. Man, perverts are crazy. Like, they're replacing... Perverts are replacing mirrors in hotel rooms. (laughs) Then she's coming with the flashlight on every single sensor that's in there. The the smoke detector and then inspecting the TV and then what, behind what? the curtains. And like, Can you imagine? Like, That's a lot of work. Are you going to do any of this? Maybe. Which one would you do? You're going to do the mirror? I'll do the mirror. Okay. I'll do the, uh, I don't know, just checking like. Outlet. I'm never going to do this. I'm just, I'm just telling, I'm just telling you right now, Uh, unless it's exceedingly obvious, like a light, like I see a light shining at me or I hear a two way radio and they're like, go ahead. And they're, they're like, get comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a zipper of pants. Like get comfortable. Like continue. I'm like, what the, I'm like, who's (laughs) Hey, (laughs) like, Hey, what? Hey, uh, uh, trying to, other than that, no, I'm, I don't think I'm inspecting the whole deal. Okay. I don't know. Well, good, good for the the mirror thing. Yeah, you would do that. No, I'm you not. just have to touch it. Dude. I'm not touching. I'm not. I'm not going to remember. Will <laughs> the moment you touch, it's just like pants on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you hear. <laughs> I'm not touching. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> I'm not touching. I'm not doing it. I'm, all not, right. I'm not doing it, man. Good. Last one. Perth valet accidentally smashes two Lamborghinis belonging to a billion. This is the worst day at the job you can imagine. Uh, The valet at Crown Perth asks for help after crashing a blue Lamborghini into a purple one. A day at work couldn't get any worse for a Crown Perth valet driver who smashed two Lamborghinis while trying to park one. Luxury vehicles belong to the billionaire Lawrence Escalante. (laughs) (laughs) they were damaged after they collided so wait a second they both belong to the same guy as well how oh my god he comes out the valet's like i smashed them both (laughs) and what video captured and shared by jujitsu athlete craig jones shows the hotel worker behind the wheel of a brightly colored blue lamborghini aventador ultimate which costs nine hundred forty thousand dollars smashed into a purple lamborghini the shock driver can be heard saying, help, I've really effed it up before eventually jumping out to assess the damage. Can we? Do we have a video clip of this or just the photos? Story continues. Let's see here. No, we don't have a. But then how do they say the guy got the, got the clip, the jujitsu fighter? No. The valet driver claimed he was trying to park it just like everybody else, but said the pedals were too close together. He thought he was pressing the brake. Oh. And I guess it's a tight spot. 
you know? I mean, this is what it is. It's user error. It's always, oh, I hit the accelerator instead of the brake. Like, yeah. Un unintended acceleration. It's always, it's always, it always hurts to see the, like, you know, the amount of money just in those, th that type of smash right there on those vehicles that are worth a million bucks anyway. A video captured and shared on Craig Jones, athlete Craig Jones. Here we go. Well, it's your last challenge of the day. You got to find the Lamborghini footage from Craig Jones with the double damage. Here we go. It didn't take you long. Yes, it did. Maybe we still don't have the video. That's the valid Here we guy. go. Here we go. Good job, Will. Volume. Oh. Oh. Oh, boy. Fuck, bro. Oh boy. It's a weird energy. It's like nervous, kind of giggling, but not really. It's like, what do you do? It's like you, <laughs> you drop spaghetti on the wall or something. <laughs> like a big plate of spaghetti. It's like, how do I even? Oh no. Mate, he moved it forward. He moved it right in this reef. Fucking get that up, you. Oh. <laughs> to catch that live, too, man. It's a moment. In... Trouble, big trouble, Uncle. <laughs> you can't, you can't video us, sir. Sorry. Yeah. You can't video us, sir. Well, Ooh. it's too late, obviously, at that point. Oh. Yeah. That's it's, sobering. What is that emotion, even when something like that? Like, I got I mean, obviously, there's protocol, there's insurance. Like, they're just yeah. cars, but you just know how that is. Like. Mm. This we've experienced maybe not that exact emotion, but something. It's an uneasiness. It's a, it's an unknown. It's a, a split second. Like, yeah, so much chaos. One pedal and two Lambos, and hopefully the guy was cool about it. I mean, and he's not hurt. I, Lawrence Escalante, if you got two million dollar Lambos, I mean, it's annoying. You got insurance and everything, and. Uh, I don't know. Be as cool as possible, I guess. All right, yeah. Be as cool as as cool as you can be. As cool as a cucumber. 2023, ladies and gentlemen. What a time to be alive. Thank you very much to everybody that joined here today. Thank you to everybody that chatted it up. Thank you to everybody that hits the notification bell to join these live shows every single time. It's Monday to Friday at noon Eastern time. Although today I was like 15 minutes late. Willie Do had nothing to do with it. It was all my fault. Uh, I'll take the blame on that. I'll take 100% of the blame. Uh, you guys let me know. Are you going to check your hotel rooms from now on? Are you going to touch mirrors? Or uh, are you going to forget all about that story? All about those hacks? Are you going to prefer to look up in the sky and see if you can spot any balloons to shoot down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you're up to. Or... Uh, 
Uh, warning of the day, though. Definitely no metal in the MRI. Yeah, don't do that. Let's just not do that. That's that's my life hack. <laughs> okay. As an actual life hack to continue living your life. Yeah. That's a, that's a life hack. That's a real life hack. Well, yeah. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Should I end it? See you later, guys. <laughs>